Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> and it is the 10th? No. 10th? Yeah. 10th movie in the Star Wars movies. Uh, and it's one of the... It's one of two... Or two of two, I guess I should say. Of the... Um, I guess they're what are they I forgot what they're calling them. They're not spin-offs, they're like anthologies or something. In other words, they're not part of the main like episode one through nine. This is like, you know, this is Solo's uh Han Solo's prequel story. Which as far as I know, no one had been like asking for. <laughs> but they had they, they had this plan, Disney did. So they were gonna, you know, they created their their new trilogy and then in between uh each movie they were going to do these like anthology movies and then they were just going to continue to make those. Um, but after the terrible um, response to The Last Jedi um, and then this movie not doing so hot at the box office, they just kind of dropped that for now. I'm sure they'll go back to it eventually once everything cools off and they're <laughs> like – and people are ready for more Star Wars stuff you know, besides like The Mandalorian. Um, but anyway – this movie did like the worst i think a box office it was like the worst star wars opening of any of the star wars movies and um it had a long like history because i think at first the guys that wrote um the lego movie and they've done a bunch of other stuff they were originally working on this movie and then they got fired or they let go because of creative differences so then they brought in these other writers uh lawrence Kaz- uh, one of the original writers of like one of the original trilogy movies i forget which one and his son wrote this one and then ron howard took over directing ron howard of course is a well-known director but anyway this one t- is is the han solo uh origin story i guess you could say it starts when he's i think it's uh i read somewhere that it takes place about 13 years before the first star wars movie um and then um uh, it just shows you how he becomes this smuggler and how he meets Chewbacca and um, how he becomes Han Solo, basically. But, Sam, what did you think of Solo, A Star Wars Story? Um, I didn't care for it. I thought it was boring. It's not as bad as the first prequel. I will say that. You mean the prequel trilogy? Yeah. Okay. It's not as bad as, as that first movie. Um, oh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah, Phantom Menace. That's like my baseline for like horrible movies. I think we can all agree. Well, no, we can't all agree because like I've said, there's people <laughs> that defend the movie. But I think we can agree that that's probably the worst Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. so I don't think Solo is as bad as Phantom Menace because this movie was kind of entertaining. The first like forty five minutes of the film was very boring. Like I did not care about it. I didn't. I didn't even want to finish watching this movie because it was just so boring to me. Like I just don't care. Like why do we care about Han Solo's origin story? Um, and that just to kind of go with what you're saying, it's hard to replace Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like I know this guy's supposed to be him younger, but you just keep thinking, how would Harrison Ford have played that scene? How would Harrison Ford have done this? Because he's yeah, he's like, that character. Harrison Ford is just too cool, <laughs> and like this this kid, like he tried. I but I don't know if it was the way they wrote it or what. But 
I don't know. It's just I don't see this person being Han Solo like um, in the original Star Wars movies. Um, but it gets a little interesting. Like the second half of the movie gets more action, and Woody Harrelson's in it, and I really like him. Um, so I think he ha- his character is pretty interesting. Uh, what's his face is in it? Vision. Oh, Paul Bettany. Yeah, he's in he's it. A villain. He has an interesting character. Um, I like that Chewie's in this movie. I think he's like the only cool one in this movie. They show him like pretty badass. Um, the only like little comic relief that I actually found a little funny was L three, which is the robot. <laughs> um, so what's his name? Childish Gambino. What's his Donald name? Glover. Donald Glover plays. Um, what's Lando Calrissian? Yeah, young <laughs> Origi- Lando. Who was originally played by Billy D. Williams in Empire Strikes Back. So, I love Donald Glover. Like, he's hilarious. I just think he's a really good actor. Um, so, I think he did a good job in this movie. I think it's just... He was so good to the point where it felt silly. Like, the movie just felt silly. Like, the script did because he's, like... Um, his robot is named L3, which the L3 robot's, like, kind of funny. Like, she... She's voiced by Phoebe Waller-Bridger, I believe is her name. <laughs> I could be getting that mixed up with, like, a, a musician's name, but she's the one that did that Fleabag show, and I think she also helped out with that uh, Killing Eve show. I think she... Oh. Her, she's a writer on there, too, or was a writer. Anyway. Well, her, li- her like, character, robot character, was kind of funny, and so that was Lando's robot, and they had, like, I don't know, some relationship. And, like, when something happens to her, like, towards the end of the movie, he's like, no, like, he's, like, trying to save her. But he's he plays it, like, so serious and so, like, well that you just feel so silly. Like, he's, like, trying to save the quote-unquote life of this robot. And so, I to me, it just showed, like, Man, these poor actors. Like, you have good actors, <laughs> really good actors in these movies, but they're just given, like, really crappy, like, cheesy scripts and storylines and stuff. So, um... Yeah, that was an interesting storyline, I guess. I was like, are they, like... <laughs> Is he, like, sleeping with a droid? I, I couldn't understand what, yeah, I what the implications know. there were, but it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was about, (laughs) but yeah, so the ending was weird too, because they start the movie off with like this love story between Han and then this girl. Um, Um, Played by Amelia Clark, I believe. I think she was in Game of Thrones, but I never watched that show, so I'm assuming she was on that. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. Like, it was just a weird movie. It's just like, Why? Like, why does it exist? No one asked for this movie. Like, no one cares. So I just... If you're a Star Wars fan, obviously you would have already seen this movie. But if you're not a Star Wars fan, you do not need to see this movie. Like, this does not change anything about the story. It doesn't change anything. Like, it doesn't add to the Star Wars, like, original um, or Rogue One in any way. Like, I just... I don't think anyone really needs to see this movie. But if you're interested, I do think it's slightly better than Phantom Menace. So, I don't know. I felt like the first half of the movie was a waste of time. I was upset that I had to finish watching it. But the end of it, it was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. So, 
I don't know. I don't recommend this movie. It's funny. I don't that, care for it. It's funny that you say if you're a Star Wars fan, you have already seen it because it took. I consider myself a Star Wars fan, even though I bitch about like most of the movies in the series. But um, the it took me like a year to watch this movie because I didn't care. And I'd heard the reviews weren't like they didn't say they never said it was like terrible, but they didn't say it was great. So I was like, well, why am I going to waste my time with an okay movie that's not part of the main series, right? So it took me a year to watch it, and the only reason I watched it was because the new movie was coming out, the um, you know episode nine. So I was like, ugh, I guess I should like watch this before just in case there's any kind of weird little hints at anything that that's going to be in this movie, um, and. It's funny because they're kind of it, it. They make a real big deal out of those those dice. Yeah. And it's so funny because in the original movies, I never. I mean, for years, I had never even noticed that those things were in the movie. <laughs> they they literally took like a piece Where of set dressing and they're like, "Hey, let's make a, a big deal out of this." There. So, um, whenever they're flying in the Millennium Falcon, you know, mm-hmm. they're like hanging. It's almost like like you know fuzzy like when you dice. have fuzzy dice, yeah. It's almost like that, but they're so tiny that you don't notice them unless you're like a super dork that knows like what every button does in the in, <laughs> in the Millennium Falcon. Um, and they made a big deal out of them. I remember. I remember it started in um, the last movie. What was it? Last Jedi. Yeah. Because he grabs somebody has them, and then they're like, oh, and then um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. They make a big deal out of them in that first movie. The what was it? I don't know. It was one of these movies, and then Ray has them, and she hands them over to to Leia. I think, um, like, oh, here are his his lucky dice, <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell are those things? And then so it's just funny because they introduce these dice like they're a big deal, and I'm like, they that was never a big deal in the original movie. Yeah. Like they're literally I didn't just even know that was there. They're literally just hanging there, and I never noticed them until this these movies came out, and I was like, what the hell are those? I don't understand. And then somebody pointed out, like, online, like, yeah, you can see them there. And they had to do that little thing where they freeze frame and you circle the part of the screen. Because I'm like, yeah, no one noticed that. <laughs> anyway, so that's just funny to me that they made a big deal out of those those uh, those dice. I think they call them, like, liar's dice. or I don't know what they call them. Anyway, <laughs> I could be getting that confused with, <laughs> with Pirates of the Caribbean. All my pop culture references start to, like, bleed together. It's just weird. Um yeah, I think that was a Pirates of the Caribbean reference. I apologize. That's not that's not what they're called. They're called like Gambler's Dice or something. Anyway, um, I it took me a year to watch it. And then even when I watched it, I wasn't paying attention to it. Because like you, I was just like, this isn't interesting to me. And so I watched maybe the first five minutes and then I went and did something. I think I was playing with Bane. And then I let the movie play. I went outside. I came back in, <laughs> saw some stuff, went and did something else. That was my first viewing experience. Then the second time was, I think, last year. And and I think we were watching it, and then we both fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And we didn't bother to go back and like re- rewatch what we missed. We're like, okay, I think we got the gist of this. So this is the first time I've actually seen the movie from beginning to end, like, uninterrupted. And even then, I, I went outside a couple times to throw the Frisbee to the boys. Yeah, I missed, like, a few seconds here and there. But I enjoyed it more i think this time because i actually watched it and i was like okay that was that wasn't that wasn't a bad story it was interesting mm-hmm. um but there's just some things that well, it's like overall like you said it's it's not necessary it's totally totally unnecessary you don't learn anything about han except that he had this love interest yeah 
and this has hardened him somehow because you know by the time we meet him in the original star wars he's kind of more of a a more self-interested he's interested in himself not in other people or trying to help others he's just interested in the money it's all about the money baby so um i don't know and then there's a whole cheesy reason for him being named solo which i thought was like really corny like it's not just that's not his last name okay he comes from nowhere so then this imperial guard's like hmm well we can't just call you han Mm, you're here by yourself Mm, solo so he names him han solo i'm like lame um it's just it's just unnecessary like why does everything have to have an origin yeah like why did we need a movie just to tell us that his name was made up on the spot by an imperial guard it's it's silly like they 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 make i i hate that's what i hate about like um prequels is that they they try to retcon everything or give you a reason for everything and it's like not everything is that interesting. Just sometimes that's just your name or that's just how you look or why you act the way you do. It's just there doesn't need to be a reason for everything. Yeah. Um, I do like that they show how him and uh, Chewbacca meet. Like you said, I think that's where it picks up. Once yeah. he meets Chewbacca, then things start getting interesting because at, at that point, you only are dealing with Han Solo himself and it's not – the Han Solo we know. It's not Harrison Ford, right? It's some young kid. I even forget the actor's name. <laughs> Cause it's such a it's a long, like weird name. And he kind of blends together with like Ty Sheridan and these other act young actors that I just can't keep straight in my head. Um anyway, so I like Woody Harrelson. He's good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um Donald Glover, like you said, I think I and it's funny. I find Donald Glover's Lando more interesting than Billy D. Williams' Lando. Yeah. So this is the one time where it's like, okay, this guy actually did a better job. He's a more drawn-out, fleshed-out character than, than Billy D. Williams' wow. character was. And that's not maybe not a fault of Billy D. Williams. Maybe that was just the fault of, the, of George Lucas, how he wrote that character. Yeah. Um, but you see that, that same kind of love-hate relationship between him and Han. They just like... Like, they're friends, but, like, at the same time, like, you could totally see them, like, <laughs> double-crossing each other. Um, I do love – the one thing I did love that they retconned or whatever you want to call it is – because in the original movies – and it's not just Lando. There's a few characters that they they say Han's name differently. Yeah. So he calls himself Han. Leia calls him Han, but she also calls him Han at one point. And then uh, Luke calls him Han. And then I think Lando is always called him Han. Han, Han. He's like, where's Han? And it's just funny because in this movie, right away when they first meet, he's like, oh, Han, you, you know, you, you, I don't know what he tells him, something about like the way he's gambling. And he's like, well, it's Han, but I'll let that one go or whatever. And then he goes back to Lando and he's like, yeah, okay, Han. Like he just insists on calling him Han, like almost as a form of disrespect. So I think it's funny that they explain that because – People have always thought find, found that really funny that everyone nobody can pronounce Han's name the same. It's such a short name, and everyone says it differently in the original trilogy. Um, what else about this movie? You get a cameo from a character who everyone thought was dead, but apparently, if you watch like the Clone Wars cartoons. He came out in that as well. I was reading last night. So I don't know how this character came back from the dead because he died in like the prequel trilogy. But they bring him back and it's like, oh, okay. But even then, 
they bring him back and you're like, okay, so again, still doesn't really add anything to that character or that story. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, that's that guy, you know. I'm not going to tell you who it is because it was pretty cool seeing him. But then after you think about it, you're like, so what? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, it didn't do It doesn't anything. do anything because we're not going to see him again in any later movies. So it doesn't matter. Um, I like Paul Bettany. He's a good actor and he's he's really good in this movie. He's like, he's got that, he's, he's able to play like nice and like scary like at the same time yeah. where you're like, oh shit, this guy's like serious. He's going to, like there's a part where he says, oh, Oh, Han, could you show me what you brought me? And Han's like, okay, sure. Are, do, you, do you really want me to open it? And he's like, oh, I, I, I'd really love for you to. And he's like, okay. And it's just this kind of like playful banter. And then he's like, can you bring that over to me? And Han's like, oh, well, I got to be careful. It's, this is stuff is very explosive. And he's like, I don't ask for anything twice, Han. And then <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> so then he takes him over. But it's that, it's that very like gentle um creepiness that he's good at and even with him he and uh Amelia Clark's character cuz they're they're like you don't know what's going on there but you feel like she's she kind of owes him for some reason and so she's now his quote love interest but like not by choice almost so there's this kind of creepy play in between the two where you don't know if how safe she is with him but anyway that that's that's all kind of interesting but Overall, there's nothing here. The only thing that this serves as is as a pre as as a a prequel to that famous line in the original um, trilogy, and the thing that keeps like coming back every time somebody meets Han. It's like, oh, you made the Kessel Run in less than twelve parsecs. Oh, yeah. that, that, that's you know that's a famous line, and it's a famous line for a couple of reasons. One because it just is, and then two because I think some scientists came out and said, well, parsecs isn't you don't measure speed with parsecs that's that's a measure of like distance so the way it was used in the original movie <laughs> is kind of like wrong so i think they tried to correct that in this movie too but anyway um that's really the only purpose for this is so they can you can see what that kessel run was about um and it doesn't add anything it's not a bad movie like i actually i did enjoy it but it was totally unnecessary it was just it was just a reason to make a movie another movie uh and make money which they didn't they lost money i think because it was like a really expensive movie to make (laughs) i think i want to think i want to say it was one of the most expensive ones um it looks good i mean the special effects are great yeah um but yeah it's it's um it's a mild recommend but you can definitely skip it if you're just wanting to get to the meat of the, the Star Wars story. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, you don't need the only one you need to see is the original Star Wars movie and Rogue One. Those are the only two Star Wars movies you need to see. I disagree. I say the only movies you need to see are the original trilogy. Trilogy. Well, if you are someone who like you know, like my sister and people I know a lot of people who are like just don't want to watch the Star Wars movies. Like they're just not into it. They're not interested. They don't want to watch it. People like them, I should say at least watch the original Star Wars movie and then Rogue One and then that's it. Okay. Yeah, if you wanna be like if you want the diet version of Star Wars. That's all you need. That's all that matters. That's fine. <laughs> Well, it's not because at the end of Star Wars, Darth Vader gets away, and you're like, well, what happens to Darth Vader? So you have to watch the trilogy Yeah, to but they it out. wouldn't care. Those people wouldn't care. Well, those people... <laughs> Whatever. Um, anyway, 
so yeah, that's that's it for their for solo Star Wars story. It was it's not a bad movie. I actually enjoyed it this third attempt that I I finally watched it. But um yeah, it's not going to mean anything to anybody that's not a Star Wars fan. Cuz if you're watching this like you've never seen any of the other movies, you're going to you're not going to care. You're going to care even less than we cared at the beginning. Yeah. And you're you're not going to get any references or get what's going on really and not and again not not care so yeah so so really it's pretty disposable if you're not a star wars fan like it's it's not going to add anything of any value so yeah but i guess that wraps it up and then our final i'm sure you're very happy about this our final (laughs) last star wars movies coming up which is going to be episode nine the rise of skywalker and oh boy do i have some things to say about that movie but we'll get there when we get there so I guess that wraps it up. Okay. Um, be sure to follow us on the gram and At third row from the front. Yeah. Let us know what movies we should watch and review. Exactly. But uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time on the third row from the front. Bye. Bye.